Welcome to the Hope Story Podcast, where we share resources, encouragement, and hope for families of children with Down syndrome. Here's your host, husband, dad, and founder of Hope Story, Rick Smith. Welcome to the Hope Story Podcast. This is Rick Smith, and today I wanted to share with you a little bit about my story and then share with you also seven lessons that I have learned from being the father of a child with Down syndrome. And so some of you listening to this may know our story. Maybe you follow our story on social media or on noahsdad.com, but some of you may not. And so we have three children. We have a two-year-old, a six-year-old, and a nine-year-old, Noah, who was born with Down syndrome. And so almost 10 years ago, we were surprised to learn that our firstborn child had Down syndrome. And, you know, I'll never forget how that played out. My wife went in, uh, she was induced, and then she wasn't going into delivery. So they said, hey, we're going to do a C-section. They did a C-section. And, you know, I saw Noah, I held Noah. We took a picture with Noah. Then they took Noah away and kind of told us, you know, hey, we're giving him a bath, et cetera, et cetera. Our OBGYN left, did not tell us that Noah had Down syndrome. They kept sort of stalling. You know, I'll never forget that moment. We were in the hospital room. My in-laws were there. Uh, My mom, I believe two of my brothers were there. I was kind of sitting on a couch. Our pediatrician walks in. And up at this point, I had no idea that anything was out of the ordinary. You know, Noah was our first son. I had no other child to compare this delivery to. And so I really had no idea really that anything was going on. And so our, our pediatrician walked in and asked me if I wanted to come sit by Abby. I think I said something along the lines of, no, I'm okay. I've been with her all day. Ha ha. I'm going to sit on the couch, you know, and I just had no idea that anything out of the ordinary was happening. And so she proceeded to tell us that, you know, our son has features that are consistent with trisomy 21. And I remember sort of jumping up, coming over to the bed. At some point I heard the word down syndrome and I just, you know, I think I said, our son has down syndrome. And, you know, Abby started crying, started crying. Our family got up, left the room, and then she left and the door shut. And there we were, my wife and I, it felt, um, you know, like getting punched in the soul, punched in the heart. I mean, we just, it was just a right hook in life that we never saw coming. And, And we just were there alone in that room. And then they willed Noah in his crib into the room there. And we have loved him even before we met him and we have loved him ever since. And, you know, the next day our OBGYN came in. One of the first things that she said was, I'm sorry, or I'm so sorry, which pro tip, that is not a great thing to tell any new parent. Parents want to hear congratulations, not I'm sorry. She then proceeded to tell my wife that she would prescribe her antidepressants. Uh, My wife declined. My wife was not depressed. Anytime that you receive life-changing news, it's okay to experience emotions. It doesn't necessarily mean you're depressed or have some sort of anything other than just kind of normal feelings in that moment. And so, yeah, so we, I would say that we had a negative interaction with our healthcare provider surrounding our son's diagnosis. I think a lot of families, unfortunately, also have a negative interaction with surrounding their son or their daughter's Down syndrome diagnosis. And shortly after that, I learned the tragic statistic that over 60% of children prenatally diagnosed with Down syndrome are terminated. You know, I wanted to do something about that. And I really believe that 
if people could just spend a few minutes with our son Noah who has Down syndrome, they they wouldn't terminate their child. You know that a lot of parents get that news, they're scared, they're worried, they they wonder what the future is going to be like. And you know, I just think if those parents could hang out with Noah, play with Noah, watch Noah, you know, play basketball, watch the joy that he has that they would bring their child to full term. And, you know, I can't let, obviously, we don't have that big of a house. We can't let everyone in the world into our home. So we started a blog, noahsdad.com. You can go to noahsdad.com slash story and read, you know, our, our son's birth story. And, you know, we started sharing his story. You know, one of the things I wanted to do was just let people sort of know what our life was like, what it was like raising a child with Down syndrome, that it's not nearly as scary as someone may think. And so, you know, noahsdad.com, we have a Facebook page and Instagram. Uh, he has over a quarter of a million people that like his his Facebook page. And we just sort of share our story over the years. And um, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, being the parent of a child with Down syndrome, I've learned some lessons. And so I wanted to just share some of those lessons with you. If you're a new parent, I hope these are helpful for you. Maybe you're, you've are you been a parent for a long time. I hope these are still helpful for you. And if you don't have any children, and you're listening to this, um, maybe some of the things that I'll share will just be useful for you in life. And so I just want to give you seven lessons that I've learned by being a parent to a child with Down syndrome. So the first one is every parent of a child with Down syndrome is a hope story. And so if you're the parent of a child with Down syndrome, your story has the power to bring hope to a new parent of a child with Down syndrome. When our son Noah was born, I remember at some point, shortly after he was born, I think, you know, within, it was in that, within that first year, I found the video of a child with Down syndrome playing the Nintendo Wii, and I'm pretty certain he was playing like a Michael Jackson dance game. And I remember watching that video, and, and, and I watched it several times, I believe, because it really encouraged me that this child with Down syndrome was doing something that a typical child would do, that he was just playing, a, you know, a Nintendo Wii game, he was having fun, you know, and it really encouraged me. And so shortly after seeing that video, some, at some point after that, we ended up going to this family's house and they invited us in and they introduced us to their son and their, you know, they, he had a sister and we just got to see their family. And that really encouraged us. Another family sharing their story with us encouraged us. And so if you have a child with Down syndrome, your story has the ability to bring hope to a family who just found out their child is going to have Down syndrome. And so that's one of the main things we're doing here at Hope Stories. We're trying to make those connections. And so if you're the parent of a child with Down syndrome, who's at least one year old and you live in the United States, I want to encourage you to become a hope advocate. And you can do that by going to hopestory.org slash sign up, and then we can help you help other families. And so if you are the parent of a child with Down syndrome, your story has the power to bring tremendous hope to a new parent. At Hope Story, we believe one of the greatest gifts for new parents of a child with Down syndrome is a friend who also has a child with Down syndrome and is a little farther along in their parenting journey. That's why we're working to connect OBGYNs with families raising a child with Down syndrome so they can connect their patients with parents who can offer friendship, encouragement, and hope. We call this the Hope Advocate Process. To learn more and to sign up to become a Hope Advocate, simply visit hopestory.org forward slash Hope Advocate. And now back to our show. Number two, 
We are better together. You know, no one is meant to live in isolation. No one is meant to just be all alone on an island. We are truly better together. And so if you're listening to this, if maybe you're going through a hard time, maybe you're a new parent of a child with Down syndrome, maybe you just received the news that your child was going to be born with Down syndrome, you need to know that you're not alone, that there are other people out there to help you and help you on this journey. Shortly after Noah was born, I either received a call or I called them. I don't remember the the order of events, but I got connected with our local Down syndrome organization. We are really big fans of local Down syndrome organizations, and we really hope that every parent eventually gets connected. If they have a local organization in their town, they get connected to that local organization. But I got connected with this local organization, and they, the lady there that that I talked to, she said to me, there has never been a better time in the history of the world for a child to be born with Down syndrome. And what she meant by that is, man, you know, it's like, this is a better time today than it was 20 years ago or 40 years ago that it resources and try. I don't know if that's exactly what she meant. That's, that's sort of how I take it today, that things are just always getting better for our kids. So even 10 years from now or five years from now, it's going to be a better time even than if a child's born today, because things just keep getting better and the future is bright for these children. And so, you know, and that really encouraged me. At some point, my wife met some other, another mom and these group of moms started to getting together and they formed a little, I think they called it, um, I don't know when it, they officially gave it this name, but Rockin' 21. And it was just some families getting together. I think they did it once a month or every other month, just sort of on a regular basis, got their kids together and just sort of hung out. And it was a really great time. And so um, if you are in a city with a local organization, a local Down syndrome organization, I want to encourage you to check that out. You can just Google your city. So, you know, maybe you live in Los Angeles and you can type in to Google Los Angeles Down syndrome organization. See what pops up. Give them a call and just say, hey, I want to get involved. I want to get plugged in. I want to start being involved in that local community because you're, you, you need to know that you're not alone. If there's not an organization in your town, or even if there is, The Down Syndrome Diagnosis Network, the DSDN, that's another great organization that helps connect people. But I really want to encourage you to connect with other people. Number three, kindness counts. Chances are, if you have a child with Down Syndrome, people are going to say all sorts of things to you. And so I want to encourage you, if you're new on this journey, or maybe you've been on this journey for a while, that kindness counts. Shortly after Noah was born, we had to go get some blood tests. This story is so crazy. I can't even believe this really happened, but it did. I was in the room and we were going to take Noah to get some blood tests. The lady that worked at the, it might've been the lady who was drawing the blood. I think it was the lady who was drawing the blood. I think she was actually the front desk person and also drew his blood. She came into the room to my wife and I, who, you know, we're pretty laid back people, but she didn't know us. And she said, Okay, so which one of y'all gave him the bad chromo? That really happened. Don't say that to someone. But you know what? I really didn't know what to say in that moment. If I had a time machine and could go back, I would have said, hey, that's probably not that, that or not probably. That's not an appropriate thing to joke about, especially to a new parent. But you know what? I didn't pull my phone out, record her, put her on Facebook, ruin her life, her job. I, I, was, I, I was kind, you know? Sometimes you're going to be out and about and you're going to hear people use the R word. That's the word retarded. And people are going to use that in a slang way. 
And when they do, I want to encourage you to be kind, be gracious, because the odds are they're not using that word as a slur or to be hateful or hurtful to your child. You know what? No one may have ever come alongside them and just simply said, hey, you know what? That's not really a great word to use. I'm the parent of a child with Down syndrome. That word is hurtful to me and to my child. And so all good. We're cool. I'm not mad at you. But just wanted to share with you that that's not a great word to use. Always assume the best about other people. That's really hard to do, but that's just sort of a good lesson in life in general, to just assume the best about other people. When someone says something to you that is sort of crazy or you're like, man, I can't believe they said that to me, or maybe you're a new parent and someone says to you, hey, I'm so sorry. You know what? It's okay to lovingly correct them and lovingly say, hey, you know what? I wish you would have said this instead, or that hurt me when you said this. But just just be gracious uh, towards people because, you know, for the most part, I think people aren't out to get us. They're not out to hurt us or to say mean things. And we can come alongside them and share how we feel without being a jerk. And so show lots of grace. And just to remember that kindness counts when we are dealing with other with other people. Are you the parent of a child with Down syndrome and interested in sharing your story on a future episode of the Hope Story podcast? If so, please visit hopestory.org forward slash podcast and let us know. We may end up featuring your family's story on a future episode. And now back to our show. All right, the next one. Don't drown in a sea of information. You know, in our pockets, we carry an unlimited amount of information. We can go to Google. We can look up anything. So I'm going to share with you, I do not like to fly. I fly pretty regularly. I'm not so much right this second because of everything going on and just life in general. But I don't like to fly. I, I get nervous. I'm an anxious flyer. And it used to be much worse than it is now. And I remember some years back, we were going to go to New York City. And I, I don't, I feel like the weather was bad or it was cold, if I remember correctly. And I was on the internet and, I, and I've done this from time to time. And I started looking up stuff about turbulence and I was pulling up turbulence maps and it was crazy. And I'm looking at this map as if I know how to read a turbulence map. And I got myself all worked up with all this information and ended up canceling our trip to New York City. You know what? The next day, I didn't hear about any planes getting in a crash. People that were on that plane made it to their destination. But I lost out on this fun, what I think would have been a fun trip because I let, you know, I let my mind drown in a sea of information. And so don't let the internet be a source of anxiety for you. There's always, generally always something on the internet to back up, you know, whatever you think is going on. Anyone ever been to WebMD and have been certainly convinced you have a brain tumor turns out that it was uh, indigestion or something like that. And so I want to just encourage you to find some trusted resources, a trusted doctor, uh, just some trusted places that you go, and then just trust that God is in control and sleep well at night. Don't let your mind drown in every forum, every website, every WebMD that is out there. And just know that every child out there is different than your child. Everyone is unique, which brings me to my next lesson that I have learned, and that is to celebrate, don't compare. Celebrate, don't compare. And so when Noah was young, we focused so much on when he would sit up, when he would crawl, uh, when he would 
talk, when he would walk, and it was tempting to compare our child and his uniqueness to someone else's child. You know, hey, uh, you know, how come that child's walking and ours isn't? How come that child is doing X, Y, Z and ours isn't? And so comparing your child to another person's child is dangerous and can steal the joy out of parenthood. So I would advise you not do it. You know, we can get so focused as parents on tomorrow that we miss out on the joy of today. You know, let's don't do this. You know, social media has made this worse. We are seeing other people's highlight reels. They're putting their very best stuff out there. And then we compare our life to theirs. And social media makes it look like everyone goes to Hawaii on vacation every day and that everyone's marriage is perfect and everything is great. That's false. Comparison is a trap. So I'm going to give you the antidote. The antidote to comparison is celebration. The antidote to comparison is celebration. And so when you are tempted to compare your child to someone else, I want to just encourage you to celebrate the things that your child is doing. Celebrate their most recent milestones, celebrate fun things that are going on uh, in their life. And uh, so when you're tempted to compare, celebrate. When you're tempted to compare, count your blessings. Literally, you can write them out and write out all the great things going on. All right. The next one is more alike than different. And so if I had a time machine and I could go back into that room, one of the things I would tell myself is just how not different Noah will be compared to other kids. You know, we have done so many things that I may at that time have wondered if we were going to do or if that was going to look so different. You know, he has tons of friends. Uh, He likes to play sports. He likes to travel. He likes to ride roller coasters. Down syndrome just sort of fades into the background of our life. And so if you're a new parent and, you know, you may think, wow, this is my life's going to be so different. You know, I don't know how it's ever going to get back to normal. I just want to encourage you that the odds are, you know, Down syndrome is just going to sort of fade into the background of your life and your child will, will simply be your unique child. All right. The very last one here. Sometimes life's greatest treasures take a while to discover. I recently came across an article about someone that uh, went to a garage sale and they came across this bowl. And, you know, that person probably thought it was a nice bowl. They bought it for $3. They took the bowl home. They put it on their mantle. You know, I'm sure that the bowl collected dust. And it was, you know, a garage sale, a $3 garage sale find, a, a nice little $3 bowl. Turns out this bowl was a 1,000-year-old Ding bowl from the Northern Song Dynasty. The only other known bowl of the same size, form, and almost identical decoration has been in the collection of the British Museum in London for over 60 years. This person bought the bowl for $3 from a garage sale, sold the bowl for over $2 million. This bowl completely changed this family's life in ways they never imagined. This family had no idea what they had, but because of what they had, their life was changed forever. And I can say the same for my son. You know, my life has been changed forever because of Noah. And so has the lives of other people. You know, Noah's blog has reaches people all over the globe, his Facebook page, his Instagram. In fact, in 2018, we started this organization, Hope Story, with our aim of helping bring hope to scared families and to also change, hopefully change the way doctors talk about Down syndrome. 
You know, we have over 400 hope advocates. Those are families who have signed up and said, I want to be a source of hope to others. And so Noah has had worldwide impact. On World Down Syndrome Day of last year, March 21st, I had the opportunity to travel to the United Nations. I brought Noah with me. You can go to the Hope Story website and look at the show notes for this episode, and you can see the talk where I got to be at a conference being held at the United Nations and share how we're trying to bring hope to others. Noah went to Switzerland last summer where we had the opportunity to talk about hope story to others. And I can say with complete integrity that being parents to Noah has been one of the greatest treasures of my life. I would not change one single chromosome on Noah. You know, some of you may be new to this journey of raising a child with Down syndrome and you don't really know the treasure you you have. If you're honest, you may feel disappointed or even like you got ripped off. And I want you to know that what you have in your child is a treasure. I want you to know that you can trust that God is in control of every detail of your life and that God holds the whole world in his hands, including yours. And he cares about you. You know, we are nine years into this journey, a little over, almost 10 years into this journey of Noah outside the womb. And I'm telling you, I'm going to say it one more time. We would not change one chromosome on him. Well, maybe the one that controls how stubborn he is, but my mom would say the same about me. Well, those are just some lessons that I have learned. I hope those encourage you. If you are listening to this and you are a parent of a child with Down syndrome who is at least one years old and you live in the United States, I want to encourage you to go to hopestory.org click on existing parent and become a hope advocate. Join us, partner with us on helping bring hope to others because your story has the power to bring hope to someone else. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hope Story Podcast. And I will talk to you soon on the next episode of the Hope Story Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hope Story Podcast. On our website at hopestory.org, you can find this episode's show notes, subscribe to our email list, and learn about how Hope Story is working to connect every OBGYN in America to a family raising a child with Down syndrome through our Hope Advocate process. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Hope Story podcast.